Hi, I'm Flick Day, now it's me, Alan Smith, where we publish stories with today's Prison Journal on Tuesday, July 12th. So, um, a wee bit later, Doric Express again today, because we're up uh, to rise getting uh, oat cakes and strawberry and hungry for the Brigadon Farmers Market this uh, Saturday. So, um, but never mind, we'll get a, get a two or three stories with the paper today. So, front page is the uh, MP turns up heat for off grid homes left out in the car. So a Northeast MP has raised concerns over off-grid homes excluded from additional winter energy payments. <clears throat> the Warm Homes Discount scheme will help nearly 280,000 folk uh, at homes across the UK benefit from more of their money back during the winter period. But homes that are classified as off-grid, often relying on an independent energy supply, are excluded from being eligible for the discount of £150. Uh, this generally affects uh, rural homes, uh, for many folk use heating oil, which has seen a sharp rise in price in line with the cost of fuel. Um, while welcoming, welcoming the scheme, Gordon SNP MP Richard Thompson is keen uh, that what he sees as anomalies are ironed out. He said, I've asked, I've asked several times now in Parliament how the UK government is going to ensure that off-grid energy customers are not left ahead uh, in only schemes put in place to mitigate the increase in costs being faced by consumers. Um, he says he's been assured that other options for supporting such customers were being looked at, um, and he says he'll be keeping a watch and brief to ensure that folk uh, in his constituency are not left ahead. So, well, good on him, I suppose. The only problem is, I suppose, <laughs> when he's speaking, it's probably one of that times when there's uh, half a dozen folk in the House of Commons and uh, five of them are here in a snooze. So, well, but we'll see. At least he's asking a question. I suppose that's uh, quite a good thing. Now, here is a story saying that uh, students are turning to food banks now because uh, more than 1 in 10 students are using food banks as they struggle to make ends meet, according to a survey. The National Union of Students claims students are being completely ignored by the government and are on the brink as they struggle to get by. Uh, recent research for the NUS, well, the National Union of Students, found 96% of students are cutting back due to the spiralling cost of living. A poll of 3,500 students and apprentices across the UK revealed 11% are accessing food banks, up by 5% in January. Recently, it was reported international students from RGU are turning to their food bank as they struggle to cover the cost of living. Additionally, a third of students are living in less than £50 a month after paying rent and bills. Uh, most students said the value of their maintenance package was near enough to afford a weekly shop, uh, transport or to pay energy bills. Um, some can't afford to do their laundry, uh, meanwhile, others are cutting back on showers to pinch of pennies. Um, the survey suggests the crisis is having a devastating impact on well-being, with uh, 90% of students supporting an impact on their mental health. Around 31% say it is having a major impact. Um, so, well, obviously, uh, not too good, but um, again, as long as we have enough money for fags and beer, then... Um, They'll, uh, they'll manage to survive, but, uh, you know, our joking aside, it's, uh, you know, it must be very, very hard for students if they even have got a part-time job, it's not going to be paying heaps and heaps, and if they're paying for electric and, you know, buses or whatever, and, uh, um, you know, cost of shopping is pff, loads, loads more than it was, so they do it a lot, they will be struggling, but, uh, 
And I can fit the government can do, but I'm sure they'll come up with some suggestions for him. Now, here is a charity shop at Faz Victim to Pandemic. So, a wheel can everybody in charity shop is to close its doors for the last time at the end of October due to taking a knock for COVID-19. Uh, Bozies Breast Cancer Charity, which is a shop in Aberdeen's Justice Street, has been running since August 2010. Uh, the charity, which is dedicated to helping breast cancer patients, was set up by um, breast cancer survivor Maggie Lenehan and her daughter Debbie Hamilton. However, like uh, many businesses, it has found it difficult during the economic uncertainty of COVID. Um, Mrs Lenehan, as the shop's manager, said that, that since COVID has been really hard, they've been struggling financially and then we've taken a knock, so it's just... Uh, too, too much to keep going. Uh, the shop that's located next to the city's castle gate is made up of three units, including one that has been knocked through. Uh, however, the five-year rent in the property is no longer sustainable for it to continue. Uh, she said it's disappointing because it was myself and my daughter that set up. It's a family charity. We set it up ourselves and we put a lot of work into it. Um, a breast cancer survivor of 26 years, Mrs Lenehan tragically lost her sister to the disease described her drive for fundraising and it's been my passion really to raise funds for putting back into the hospital because that's where we were best treated and a few of my ladies volunteers are breast cancer survivors and that. Um, she said it would be lovely if somebody would come along and say we'll pay your in for the next five years that would be great but it's not going to happen I'm kind of resigned to it now. So well that is a shame if it's uh, you know if it's been gone at that time and it's having to close down now but um, I think this would be over to you, Mr. Landlord, to come up with something better than what you're doing already, because uh, we don't need any more empty shops in Aberdeen. Now, here is an uh, art group set for display. So, uh, members of Port Gordon Art Group have been working hard in preparation for their upcoming exhibition. <clears throat> Held at Espay Bay Hall in July 23rd and 24th, the exhibition will showcase some 150 artworks created by members of the group. Uh, visitors can pay £2 to enjoy a cup of tea or a coffee uh, while walking around the exhibition and chatting to the artists. Chairwoman Kitty Bell said she hopes that the exhibition will encourage new members to join the group, which has decreased in numbers since the pandemic. She said it's quite a vibrant group and it's uh, friendly. It's a group that everybody can feel relaxed in. Um, she says that she enjoys trying new things every week. She says, I'm trying different things. Sometimes it's a disaster, so I'll leave it for a while and then get back to my usual then try again, keeps your mind active. The group meets every Friday afternoon at Clochan Hall. New members can try it out for free before deciding whether they want to pay £10 a month to officially join. It is hoped an increase in numbers will mean they can reintroduce workshops and tutors. In the meantime, Mrs Bell said uh, the group is a hive of constructive criticism. She says they uh, walk around and help each other out. Um, it's all done in a very constructive way. There's no pressure, it's very much an amateur group, but you know, are judging by some of the pictures that's on show here, they'll be very, very good, and um, I'm sure they'll maybe make a pound or two at their exhibition, but, <clears throat> you know, it's a very good idea, it could be very therapeutic, I'm sure, uh, 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 or drawing something, so, um, yeah, good luck to them, and here's hoping they raise a, a good few quid, I'm not sure if uh, it would be suitable for me, <laughs> then I think I talk uh, criticism very well, so, um Maybe end up smashing my picture or somebody's head if they said it was a bit of native liking. But um, I don't think that's the aim of the group. But anyway, um, well done to them. It looks some, obviously, there is uh, some fantastic pictures here, and uh, you know, I'm sure there is a few quid.
Now, here is a loanless charity. It's appealing for new volunteers. So, a charity dedicated to ending loneliness and isolation for those over 75 is appealing for new volunteers across the north and uh, north and northeast. Re-Engage has nearly 400 Scottish volunteers, including more than 50 in Aberdeen, uh, for support more than 200 older folk. Uh, but some uh, areas are in need of new recruits. The volunteers will help the charity bring back its network of free Sunday tea parties across the country, which gives uh, participants the opportunity to interact with others. Uh, guests are provided a location for tea, sandwiches and cake, as well as transport uh, to and from the weekly event. Meryl Davis, was chief executive of Reengage, said before the pandemic where monthly tea parties provided a vital lifeline for older folk, for barely so anybody from one week to the next. Two years of lockdowns and uncertainty have left many of them lacking the confidence to get back into the outside world. We want them to start socialising again, so they didn't feel they've been left ahead. The charity is actively looking to recruit volunteers at locations across Scotland, including Aberdeen and Inverurie. Their main responsibilities will be overseeing the tea party gatherings and spending time with the guests for a few hours each week. Contact re-engage on 0800 716-543 for more details. So if that's uh, up your street or your cup of tea, so to speak, um, yeah, give my shout in. So I think you could do, you know, sure there'll be a sandwich and a cake and I think, and it for uh, the focus overseeing, I think, so not a bad deal, I'd say. So, you know, older folk are not going to health a lot, are they? I wouldn't think. Now, just to finish up with sport as normal, in the back page paper day is uh, Benfica striker Louis Lopez is set to join Aberdeen in a three-year deal. Uh, the Dons are understood to have agreed a fee of about £300,000 to £400,000 for a 22-year-old who's also known as Duck. Uh, Lopez, for a move to Benfica from Belenenses in 2017, has been capped at international level by Cape Verde. Um, he represented Portugal at under-18 and under-19 level, but made his Cape Verde debut in a friendly against Ecuador last month. So, well, that's, um, you know, everybody's near half splashing the cash now, but, you know, somebody's place for uh, Benfica, even their B team, is going to be, you know, pretty decent player, I would say. So, um, look forward to seeing him and some of the, the other new uh, arrivals at Petordi, but, you know, shaping up for a very, very good season by all accounts of the... Uh, I think starts clicking together, which I'm sure it will. So come on in, buddy. Now that's me done for today. Now just a wee pocket list of today's present journal on Tuesday, 12th of July, 2022. Um, we've had another absolute roaster of day up in the Aberdeen today. Um, kind of was kind of just been fine all day, but come late afternoon, it was uh, cheap, absolutely bailing. So fingers die saying it's going to be cool doing a bit, but it never seems to happen. So um, looks like we're in for a bit of a splurge of heat so that's gonna be bad and now thank you very much for listening to this podcast hope you enjoyed it if you did it'd be great if you could tell a pal about it and um, just this matter of the bed next door or in australia somewhere or america or canada new zealand forever um scottish folk going to um well just going to visit and never come back smart <laughs> so um or by there and work here or you know um there's a lot of Scotties out of the world, so if uh, you can somebody, if you think might like to uh, log in, then please let them ken about the Doric Express, uh, father can find it, um, how to subscribe, and um, 
as I keep on saying, just tell them if they start subscribing, they're not allowed to miss an episode for six months. That is the rules. So, in the meantime, thanks very much. Cheers now. Do look. Hot, so local stories that you believe in and hear.